0: This is the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook Podcast.
1: Yes, it is. Sportsbook. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. It's Thursday, and we are in the middle of the NBA season. Actually, we're just past the halfway point since the All-Star game is behind us. The All-Star break. The Golden State Warriors currently sitting not in first in the West, but in second. Half a game back as we record this from the Houston Rockets, and we were lucky enough to be joined this week on one of our live shows by Draymond Green, one of the stars of the Warriors, a little bit of a controversial player on the court, and he was joining us not to talk about basketball, but to talk about business. That is the thrust of this podcast, of course, sports and business, the news peg being that Draymond Green has bought 20, yes, 20 locations of Blink Fitness So 20 gyms that Draymond Green will be the franchisee of. Kind of an interesting, unusual deal, not what you usually hear about. He's not a spokesperson for Blink Fitness. He's not an endorser of Blink Fitness. He won't be used in Blink Fitness advertisements. He's just a regular franchisee, although, of course, he's not regular at all because it's Draymond Green. And he's planning to open these 20 gyms in the Midwest, specifically Michigan and Illinois. Draymond Green is from Michigan. He played basketball at Michigan State University before he ever went pro. So this is an interesting business deal. We had him in to talk about it. But while we had him, I also wanted to ask him about some other ventures, business-related. And a theme starts to emerge with Draymond Green. Uh, The Warriors, of course, often called Silicon Valley's team. They are the tech team, the teched-out NBA team. A lot of the owners of the Warriors made their money in tech. They are venture capitalists, Joe Lacob, Chamath Palapatia, and... It's interesting, some of the Warriors players have, unsurprisingly, gotten attention for what they're doing off the court, specifically investing their money in tech. Uh, Stephen Curry has invested some of his money in various tech startups. So has Andre Iguodala. Those two were actually on the cover of Business Week sometime in the last year talking about their tech investments. Draymond Green has gone a different route. Uh, he is a partner in Uninterrupted, which is LeBron James's media platform. I guess that's tech. But other than that, as he acknowledges – He hasn't made tech investments, and that is by design. Uh, I'll let him tell you why. Instead, most of his business-related ventures are all about fitness. Blink Fitness, of course, is the low-cost alternative gym option owned by Equinox, rapidly expanding, launched in 2013. Draymond Green has also invested in Rumble, which is a boxing fitness workout boutique. And he's invested in a nutritional supplement. So it's all about fitness. It is non-tech, and I asked him about that. We also covered his business influencers. You'd be surprised what other NBA players he mentions as business influences. So without much further ado, we're just gonna play the entire seven or eight minute interview for you. Here's Draymond Green talking to Yahoo! What's up, Draymond?
0: What's going on, how are you doing? Good, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, thanks for having me. So why gyms, why Blink Fitness? Uh, well, Blink Fitness. Um, you know, number one, I'm great friends with Harvey Spivak, uh, CEO of Equinox, and you know, uh, I just have built a relationship with Harvey over the course of the last three or four years, and you know, I would just always ask him about different, uh, you know, different business opportunities that he had going on. Uh, one day, you know, Blink came up, and it's like, man, that's a you know great idea, and it sounds like it's amazing. You no, know, but I didn't really think much of it after the fact and then about a you know ten and twelve months later, a uh, business partner of mine, Danny Silman came back and he was like, Hey, you remember Harvey talking about Blink? And I was like, Yes, I do. And he was like, they're gonna start franchising the gyms. out I think it'll be, you know, a great business for us to get in. I'm like, okay, that's that sounds amazing. You know, the idea of it, you know, to start was good and, you know, that, you know, it's come back around, it's probably the right thing to do. Uh, and seeing that, you know, there was an opportunity to take it to Michigan, uh, you know, and to start downtown Detroit, um, you know, there's so many great things going on downtown Detroit. And just to, you know, be able to offer something, you know, to, to help out the living down there even more is amazing. You know, there's not many gyms down there. You got more and more people moving back downtown Detroit, starting to get that big city feel back and everything else is to follow. So, to you know, to put a gym down there to help, you know, get, get everyone day started, you know, I think it's amazing, and you know, to help the community and eventually bring jobs back to the state of Michigan. Hopefully, going back to my hometown of Saginaw was, you know, a great opportunity that I couldn't pass up.
1: You know, your teammates on the Warriors have made a lot of tech investments, and obviously, the Warriors are often called Silicon Valley's sports team. Uh, Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala were on the cover of Business Week talking about tech investing. Correct me if I'm wrong. It seems to me like you've sort of gone in a different direction. Is your big angle off-the-court fitness? I mean, you're also involved with Performance Inspired. That's a nutritional supplement. Uh, I know you're an investor in Rumble Boxing. So is fitness sort of your angle for business?
0: Um, Well, you know, Performance Inspired, uh, you know, I partnered with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Dowd on that, uh, Rumble. Also partnered with Harvey Spivak. Uh, You know, those are just things, you know, where I can – just immediately add value to. Uh, you know, being that I am a professional athlete, you know, when you're talking about a fitness gym and Blink, you're talking about performance-inspired, you know, all-natural uh, nutritional supplements. I use those things every day. You're talking about Rumble. Uh, I know boxing is one of the greatest workouts you can get. And so just being that I understand those things, I've kind of, you know, dove off into some of those things. But then also Small Direct Club, Uh, is another one that I've uh, invested in. And just, you know, so I really just want to diversify my platform. Tech is actually something that I look into as well. I study. uh, I haven't really made any investments yet because I just don't know enough. Um, I wanted to kind of learn the field more and more before I just start throwing money out and saying, hey, I want to invest in tech. Uh, I just didn't feel like I knew enough. So it's something that I've been studying for years and that I continue to study, and I'll probably start making investments here and there, but I just kind of wanted to focus on things that I understood more and get an understanding of those that I didn't. Yeah, that's interesting
1: when you talk about learning before you invest. I mean, we hear so much about athletes who, off the court or off the field, after their playing time, they lose their money because they make a lot of silly investments or, you know, they buy a restaurant. Restaurants are popular or car dealerships. What is your general approach to investments? I mean, obviously, you do your homework. But is there anyone who's been a mentor to you in that regard? Any athletes, maybe even outside the NBA, who you've looked to as models?
0: Uh, our, you know, there are athletes um, you know that I've kind of spoke with on about investing. Um, you know, Jermaine O'Neal. I I think I played with Jo my second year in the NBA, and he was like all over studying everything and a ton of meetings. I'd spoke to Jo a lot about it. Uh, even LeBron. You know, you see some of the things that LeBron has done. He's, you know, he's done an amazing job and actually opened up, you know, a lot of doors for a lot of us athletes in the route that we're taking now and being more involved as partners as opposed to uh, endorsees. And so, I think, uh, you know, that's been great. But also, you know, guys like a Harvey, uh, one thing I've learned is, you know, you, you kind of follow the CEOs and and people that have proven track records and you know, has shown that over the course of time they're going to do great business. Uh, so I've had uh, mentors like Harvey Spivak, um, Steven Ross, Peter Guber, Gary Schiffman, you know, and just kind of talk to a lot of those guys about things that they're doing and, you know, just continue to try to learn more and more. But, you know, um, just being in the presence of those guys, you just learn so much just by talking with them. And, you know, I'm thankful for those relationships because they help me out a ton. Shemaf, uh you know, Shamaf yeah. who's a venture capitalist. Palipatia. yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, shema has been amazing and just kind of teaching me uh, about different tech things. And that's one guy who I talk to all the time, and he just, you know, continues to try to teach me the business. The one thing he told me initially is, hey, Draymond, you don't just want to be out here investing in tech because you think it's the next big thing. You know, we all tend to think if I invest in tech, this app is going to blow up this year and I'm going to be crazy rich and it doesn't work like that you invest in tech and you know you start to see if the app is going to have any traction or the app or whatever it is whether it's an app whether it's you know a different sector of tech it takes about four to five years to even know if there's going to be any traction or not but i think there was this thought of like tech, the tech bubbles burst and you know it's it's just It's amazing, and you come in right away, and you're going to make a ton of money. And it's not like that. So, you know, speaking with guys like Shamath, uh, who's taught me so much about the field, you know, makes it a lot more comfortable to say, okay, I think I may be ready to invest in the tech field, but I'm not quite sure yet. But just having, you know, someone, you know, as brilliant as Shamath to kind of bounce ideas off of, uh, you know, it's, it's spectacular.
1: Yeah, you mentioned LeBron in there. Let me close this way. I believe you've also invested in his media platform, Uninterrupted. You know, I'm so interested in the different ways that athletes use media now, and athletes in many ways are becoming the source of news. You know, instead of going to traditional media outlets or reporters like me, you know, you take a site like the Players' Tribune, or they just tweet their own news on on Twitter. What's your take there on how the media has changed for for athletes?
0: I am a partner in Uninterrupted uh, with LeBron and Maverick Carter. And, you know, I think when you look around today, there's so many different ways to kind of break news. And, you know, with athletes kind of taking more of an approach of, you know, breaking their own news, of telling their own story, of, you know, making sure the narrative that they want on the story is being pushed. I think, you know, when you look at uh, platforms like Uninterrupted, you know, guys are really starting to be more involved in things like that because you create the narrative. And I think so many times, uh, you know, in t- today's media, everyone wants the controversy. And I think it's turned athletes off quite a bit and has made guys like a Maverick Carter come up with platforms like Uninterrupted because athletes are so, t- so turned off because it's just always chasing controversy. It's never telling the good story. It's always telling the bad one, the one. It's, it's the clickbait, you know, the one that you, you may see a headline that says, you know, this guy falls this way and then you open up the story and it's about the guy standing up. And so I think athletes are really, you know, taking control of the narrative that they want to push. And that's why platforms like uninterrupted has been so amazing.
1: All right. Thanks, Draymond. Good luck in business. Thank you. Okay. That was Draymond Green. Uh, Good get for us. An interesting interview. Really enjoyed having him on. And uh, it was good timing. Of course, the Warriors back in the hunt As I said, right now as we record this, they're in second in the West, but they are the odds-on favorite in Vegas to win the NBA Finals, odds of five to eight. So very likely you're going to see the Warriors in the Finals again. I guess if it's not them, it might be the Rockets, but Draymond Green, a vital part of that team. And it's interesting to hear what he's doing with his wealth off the court. Uh, Of course, you also heard a little bit there about his view on the media. I thought that was interesting and juicy and maybe not all that surprising, but talking about how... He thinks the media always goes for clickbait and always tells the negative story instead of the positive. But how about this podcast? We're telling the positive story, talking about his investments. Uh, I'm not trying to necessarily discuss his behavior and style and approach on the court because that's not our area for this podcast. We're talking about sports and business, and it's interesting, the business approach he has taken. Uh, I'm actually a member of Blink Fitness myself. It's a low-cost option. It's cheap, and I don't need the fancy frills of Equinox, although I will say Blink is really no frills. I mean, you get what you pay for. It's like $15 a month, and they don't even give you a towel. But I'm a member. It's a place to work out, and it's interesting to think that there will be people in Michigan who walk into a Blink Fitness, and they'll see that the owner of that Blink Fitness location is Draymond Green, and they might already know Draymond Green if they're in Michigan. You also heard him, of course, talk about how it's important him to help revitalize Detroit. So I thought that was uh, a, a good Uh, a well-intentioned part of this for him so of course we'll keep monitoring athletes and their investments it's always interesting to me to see which of the top most prominent guys in each sport are investing off the field or off the court and what they're investing in what their business approach is we know of course that so many athletes go broke only a few years after retiring from the league Uh, they just can't seem to hold on to their money so let's hope it doesn't go that route for Draymond Green. Maybe brick-and-mortar gyms is a good investment. Maybe not. We'll keep an eye on it. Good to have him on. Thanks for listening. And as always, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook podcast. If you're listening, we hope you're already a regular listener. And we will be back every Thursday morning, as we always are. Thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye.